Welcome to the Off Space Podcast. It's your host with the motherfucking most true co-offer. And it's your favorite co-host who's not going to curse because I'm above that. No, I'm just kidding. It's your favorite co-host as a go-offer. I've tried not to curse the last few ones, but I mean, it's kind of tough. I had, to, I had to bring it back. I had to bring it back for sure. But um, I think it's being aware of how much you do it, but mm-hmm. not not excessively. But at the same time, we're still human beings. Like. Exactly. And one thing I do want to say for the listeners is if you did listen back on episode 100... We are still doing that giveaway. Just give us some time to like figure some things out with how we're gonna <coughs> actually release yeah, we'll that and like get everything. that going. But other than that, because I think that's the only like previous thing I had to think about. How's your week, man? How you been? My week has been a challenge, but it's been a challenge that I kind of was ready for. So I'll say that in the sense of again, I'm taking six classes. Mm-hmm. Taco Shake King. You know what I'm saying? I'm taking six classes. I'm still trying to make money, so, you know, I'm doing some deliveries. Uh, I was starting the streaming shit before any of the classes kicked in, so I'm still trying to stream, trying and see where I can take that on some level. So I'm doing that as well. And I'm trying to keep healthy, keep working out, and practicing guitar and all this other shit. So I feel like I'm tackling so much right now mm-hmm. that sometimes it gets a little bit overwhelming, but it's not. it's only overwhelming because I'm probably the least structured person when it comes to time management. So this last week has been me trying to, in some way, even though I haven't written it down, form a schedule for myself that I can operate behind so that my being able to, I can be able to do all the things I want to. Mm -hmm. Some things I've kind of realized, though, I'm not going to be able to do as much as I wanted to before because there's only 24 hours in a day and I'm sleeping at least eight of them. So just knowing myself. So some things will take a little bit of a back, I guess, step to others. However... I am trying to be a little bit more diligent with, again, making that time frame and making a schedule for how I plan on handling myself and my business. So it's been good, but it's been trying. How about you, man? Real shit, real shit. Real yeah. nigga alert. Um, <clears throat> my past week has been up and down, for sure. I mean, I say that while also admitting that I'm in probably the sturdiest mental point. I'm using as goes word. Mentality this sturdy. This nigga's... St- 30 is one of the funniest words ever, bro. But anyway, like, I'm in one of the sturdiest <laughs> mental points I've ever been in in my life. And I think that comes with a lot of things, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, just because it is relatively new, figuring out how to be this solid, what is what solid looks like for me, and um, how to carry myself while being in this place. And, like, one of the hardest things that I've been tackling lately is just, like, who and what I allow into my space now. You know what I'm saying? Like, because I'm, people are going to call it as whatever they want. They can call it corny. They can call it this, this, that. I've been dealing with corny my whole life. Go ahead, bro. Why are you laughing? The number one, Um, first things first is, yes, I got glasses on. I don't know if I've ever done a pod episode with my glasses on. Like, truly, I can't remember. I I think episode 100 you did. I had the um those little frames on, but those weren't like my oh, same with your glasses. actual glasses. Yeah, yeah. yeah, these are like I actually need these to see. Um, I'm trying to be better. It took me until the age of 27 to try to take my contacts out every night instead of leaving them in for months. Like, yeah, it's disgusting. Yeah, this man's been one of the number one getting on my ass for like a decade now. About what the fuck. If anything, your eyes are sturdy. Yeah, (laughs) my eyes got to be sturdy for what they've been going through. But anyways, yeah, I got the the bifocals on for this one. (laughs) (laughs) Mr. Four Eyes head ass. But um, I don't know. It's like. I've just been very wary of my energy, almost to a point where sometimes I get anxious, sometimes mm-hmm. I get like a little bit scared, 
to be around certain people to be in certain situations and i feel like i might almost be overthinking it so it's like just like everything new in life it's like finding your balance finding out how to like tackle and like move around you know like traverse life in general you know when you unlock new things you figure new things out about yourself and i call it i call it unlock because of the work that it took for me to get to this point and just so i can learn that everything will be all right always Everything will always be all right, truly, no matter how bad a situation looks, no matter how bad something looks in this world. I've definitely learned little tactics that have helped me as of recent. Like, shout out to Ezigo. I have been deep breathing for the last week, just like random moments here and there, because you said that shit helps you out. Um, shout out to Tahira for telling me about, like, um, how much meditation's helped her. And just, like, I'm trying my best to like get on that wave i know it's like you got to crawl before you walk and you got to walk before you run with meditation so that's a work in progress for show um i want to get into yoga but that's going to have to be something that i push to another time because like you i'm in a full course load not quite six classes like my dog but a full course load always looking for work while doing the work that i do do on the side and trying to maintain all of the creative endeavors and just like schedules in general when it comes to just like the meetings that we have now or Mm -hmm. just like the people that i have to talk to around the city to try to get some of the shit that we want to get figured out figured out and so the day-to-day has been kind of fucked but it's kind of a it's something we welcome something we welcome i spoke to you before and soccer i will say oh soccer's been my fucking happy place for the last couple weeks Mm -hmm. man like a lot of the shit i've been dealing with in my own personal life like just going out there and just pause but just kicking some balls like just just letting them the bitches loose go hard it's just like letting them loose. that shit feels great that shit feels outstanding so i love getting out there on the pitch man but i was i was talking to you because i feel like it's a good level of busyness because i don't again everybody's different so i'm only speaking in my experience and maybe yours from what i've seen as well but only i can really only speak on mine i know when i'm i don't have any set like for real deadline and responsibility it's very hard even though i try to do my best job and i'm always actively working on adding like being more self-disciplined that's one of my hardest areas for me when there's no set structure right Mm -hmm. because i'll be the freedom of choice is just something that like really fucks with me and the fact that i love it you know i'm gonna do whatever whenever however but being able to like really have things that i concretely have to do by a certain time end up forcing me to upgrade as a person to where the things that I want to do outside of that or on the side or whatever in tandem with like my responsibilities like a school like a job whatever I have to learn how to make them coexist so it teaches me better self-discipline and time management like I think it's healthy for even if you're somebody who works for yourself it's healthy to have some type of like concrete things that you have to abide by like I have to work this many hours on uh these days of the week i have to be here at this time i have to do this i have to do that because if you don't you're going to start leaving things up to how do i feel and like we're operating on how you feel is cool sometimes but you're not always going to feel like you want to do shit you know and it's learning and it's just like not even to cut you mm -hmm. off even though one the funniest thing ever is i have this little floss stick and i was about to start flossing on the podcast that's disgusting i need to just not do that but anyways like it's what I was really about to start picking my shit on camera. <laughs> no, that's crazy. Uh, yeah. We're really just super relaxed right now. You know anyway, super relaxed. But discipline is something that, however it looks like to you, right? Like, everybody's different. Yeah. Right, of course. So just like you were saying with learning, um, discipline is something that I think is not just, like, 
necessary but is not just like kind of recommended but i think is a requirement for success and i think that discipline looks different person to person of course but you have to find the balance and the things that you need disciplinary like help with or you need discipline in so that you can attain the next level in life Mm -hmm. and right for me a lot of it has to come with administrative kind of things whether it be just like being on the computer just like in excel just like your email like little Mm -hmm. bullshit like that i need to get better at like checking my email and just actually getting through them each day like the new ones cranking it out it's not a big deal you're on your phone all the time you know it's hard though like because i want to i want to hit on what you're saying though uh because i feel like it's important because me knowing who you are you saying that's somewhere that you struggle with doesn't surprise me because we as human beings when we're trying to get work done in a space where we traditionally have fun slash relax, it's very hard to do that. You know what I'm saying? It's hard to eat, sleep, shit, and like enjoy yourself all in the same place yeah. type and work. So like your the computer is one place where you de-stress a lot of times and will be relaxed, whether that's you like gaming or you like watching like a uh, podcast or like whatever, you know? So you are, your mind's already in a relaxed state from that habit that you form for yourself. So when you got to be on that to do work, it makes it a lot harder, but it's, you know, it's all about reshaping those habits. Exactly. And just to piggyback off of what you were saying, like it, it comes into just like realizing those things about yourself. Like when I pick up my phone, it's to laugh nine times out of 10. It's to laugh or to masturbate. So like just being completely honest with you, most of the time it's to laugh though. And so that's usually whether it be Twitter, whether it be- This man said masturbation be, more than communication. No, that's what, what for, for sure. What, bro, like one of the craziest things, I know this is something else, but just like that has come into protecting my pieces. I'm sorry, y'all. I just don't respond a lot of the times to people. Like I just don't be talking to people unless I'm really, really in the mental to like get on with it because Mm -hmm. i felt like most of my life i was always trying to please everybody always keep going for a second because i'm gonna have to adjust something on mine no you're good i didn't put it on airplane mode and everything like that no you're good but i was always trying to like make everybody happy and i was always trying to like make sure that um no matter what was going on everybody was smiling because of me or like i was a cause to like help everybody's day get better and i was like this i was that so i was putting so much responsibility on myself that i wasn't ever getting anything done in my own personal life and i wasn't advancing myself while i was watching Mm -hmm. everybody else take off with the little chuka encouragement or the chuka happiness or the chuka this or the chuka that and don't get me wrong if it's pertinent or if it's important like and I'm going to get to it truly, truly, mm-hmm. and I'm going to get to it in a timely matter, especially if it's an emergency and I'm awake and I see it, like that kind of thing, but I just try not to stress about notifications no more. Like, if it's a notification or something, really just let that bitch sit unless it's mm-hmm. time to do it. Like, it's little things you have to learn to That edit. should be stressful, though, man, because it's I know... stressful. On a tip, you know how I am with my phone. Mm-hmm. My phone used to just stay dead because I hated having to deal with, like, responding to people or doing certain things because I just... That shit gave me anxiety, like, for real. Like, I couldn't even use Snapchat because the fact that people instantly knew and you couldn't hide it when you read their shit and, like, you had to respond a certain way and, like, people are trying to get you to respond with pictures a lot of times, not just words. I'm like, bro, I can't be doing this. Like, 10 seconds after you just send them some shit, it's like, I can't be talking to you like that my whole day. And I don't want that expectation. So never, it's making me a little nervous. Never set that expectation. You know? I, I try can't to change that. But just so we don't stay on discipline for too long, yeah. I will say, like, the little things that I've edited in my life, I've had to realize certain things, right? Like... If when I wasn't laid off before and I was working the 40 hour work week like everybody else, like one thing that I realized is I had an hour for lunch every day. Right. And so like me and my roommate at 
the time or me or just me personally just depending on how the day looked because he was working from home as well like i knew one thing that kept me sane during the day was working out whether that means i would drove to la fitness got in like a 40 minute workout and drove back you know what i'm saying or like I went to the fields and I kicked around for like 30, 40 minutes. Like that was really something that kept me saying, kept mm-hmm. me going and kept the discipline because I don't care what anyone says. And I know everybody's different. So once again, like maybe it's just in my life. One thing that has very much fallen in line with, there's two things that have very much fallen in line with discipline for true golfer, at least. One is health. So like what, what I'm putting into my body and how I'm working out, like how I'm being active. Like whenever I'm more active, I tend to be more disciplined, always. Like that's been something I've noticed. Like 100%. even down to eating cottage cheese in high school, like because I didn't want to eat certain things because I wanted to be a peak performance for like mm-hmm. stupid ass blah, blah, blah. Even though I feel like that cottage cheese shit was a lie. But anyways, two... Cottage cheese be buns after like two, the first two times of eating what? it. What? Two is other than health... Another thing that is very important for me and discipline that I'm starting to try to take more and more seriously is cleanliness. Like mm-hmm. your space being clean, like they're not being like trash everywhere. They're not being clutter. Like that truly, I think only adds to your situation when it comes to discipline and helps so that you are not thinking about the 3,400 things that are all yeah. out of place on the table, spread out, trash everywhere, blah, blah, blah. Instead, you just get in a room and you handle business. But like you said, sometimes it's hard to separate like the environment you're in versus the environment you have fun so now Mm -hmm. i'm trying to i've kind of made an association of my laptop being 100 percent work Mm -hmm. and my computer being work and play so i try to i try to be disciplined on my computer Mm -hmm. but nowadays i try to spend days when i'm not out at the gym or out kicking like when i have some free Mm -hmm. time because i try to give an hour hour and a half to fitness every single day Mm -hmm. if i can but when I have some free time going to like, I know it sounds corny, but like the Starbucks or like the coffee shops or a little place like that, bro, that's free Wi-Fi and you can do whatever you want to do. You and know? if you know you're home, some like, I'm going to be playing games or some shit. Exactly. In the, in the, I'm not about to yeah. be in Starbucks hitting TFT games. You know what I'm saying? Like, why would I? I like, want to be in the comfort of my own house relaxing. So if I'm here, <laughs> let me get my work done and go back to it. But I know exactly what you mean, but I know we got a little bit more to get onto here. So let's go ahead and. Chop it up and get into the rest of the podcast. Yes, sir. You know, every week we bring y'all some heat checks. Oh, yeah. Yes, sir. Wow. I almost forgot we had heat checks. Just because it is a... I, I lie every week and say it's a lighter week. So I'm not even going to Stop say saying that, it's a lighter week, bro. But I'm just going to get what they get. No offense. <laughs> we love y'all 100%, but you know what the podcast is. But um, my heat check this week, and I don't know if I already did something off this project, and I truly don't care. Because the only mm-hmm. thing I've been listening to is the fucking Jake Critch signed okay. with love. I don't think you have, man. Cause uh, I think it was Hotels before. Okay. Maybe. And so the song I'm going to do is Been That by Jay Critch. Because in all situations, I've always been, been that. that. So Ooh. I mean, like... <laughs> Ooh. Talk to him. So I, I, I can't say anything else besides that. So Jay Critch, Been That. So here to more championships. Jay Critch Hood Fade. Here to be in that forever. More life. More life. <laughs> All right. That's a good one, man. Uh, my heat check this week comes from Brent Fayaz featuring Tyler the Creator. I don't know why I said say Creator. Tyler the Creator and uh, DJ Dahi. Mm-hmm. And it's called Gravity. That shit. I don't, I, don't, I don't think I've ever heard Brent make bad music. <laughs> and in he really hasn't, bro. <laughs> he really hasn't. <laughs> I, him and a certain level of kind of people are just in a pocket of they, don't, they can't mess up. Uh, and I didn't know, but you've heard the song too, but mm-hmm. him and the Tyler, the creator, like 
pairing, I didn't expect that to be as good as it was, or I didn't know that I needed something like that. But they actually played so well together that I really enjoyed that, and I hope there's going to be some some other collaborations in the future. See, this is all I got to say to that. It's just like from typical music listening brain, mm-hmm. all right? The first thing I read was Brent Fayaz and Tyler, the creator, and I never thought I was going to enjoy what I pressed play and heard. You know? Like, I never thought I was going to enjoy what I pressed play and heard. But then... I, I think it's because how dynamic Tyler then is that. I immediately I enjoyed it. And then I started to think, Tyler Crater is really good at making music. And he's like one of those like classic producers. And what I mean is somebody that from like Kanye, like a Dr. Dre, like people gave Khaled credit for earlier. Just like people that from start to finish know how they want a song to sound. So like they are really good at making music because they're going to sequence the album well. They're going to like make sure the pieces Mm -hmm. of that music go together. They might think randomly like, yo, like the way fucking Young Thug says, "Mm -hmm," sounds outstanding. I want that on this exact piece of the song. You know what I'm saying? Like people that are really good at putting music together. So someone like Tyler that I do give that credit of being in that kind of umbrella of people that are good at putting music together and someone like Brent Fawaz who does not put out bad music mm-hmm. I should have known they were going to put out it's true though because like I don't think I've heard a lot of bad Tyler features and I think it's also coupled with the fact like you're saying he knows how to work with literally pretty much anything you know mm-hmm. so he'll come in on something and just like give what he needs to for it but I feel like this was in his lane and that's what I shouldn't have been as surprised but I was and I enjoyed it so, Gravity by Brent Files featuring Tyler, the creator, and DJ Dahi. Yes, sir, Ski. And before we continue too far into the podcast, I wanted to go ahead and say a couple things. First things first, mm-hmm. I wanted to go ahead and say an RIP to pop superstar Sophie. <clears throat> because that was someone that I got put onto musically in my last relationship, actually, by um, one of my ex's roommates, Jake, and he was pretty big into the pop scene. Always was giving me like little gems and like teaching. This me man a just uses names, about, bro. Yeah, because yeah, I like yeah. giving people credit. Truly, what credit that. is due. Like giving, and he um, taught me a lot in that in in that musical vein. I guess just mm-hmm. because I do like to pay attention to all scopes of music, but I tend to sometimes, especially when I get into my like student of the game mode i tend to stay hip-hop like or rock so you can enjoy everything but, but no one's an expert in everything so it, it's nice to reach out to people who exactly are. so i like to reach out to people that know what they're talking about in those things and when he put me on to sophie like all i heard from the music was it was just beautiful music i never heard anything i disliked to be honest that was another person that once again is just really good at putting together music mm-hmm. so definitely did disturb me to hear about the untimely demise but that being said, we do want to give a big off space RIP and condolences out from us. Mm-hmm. And then another one was an RIP to Larry King, just the because legend. of the super legend Larry King, because we did not mention it last week. And mm-hmm. I think we did a disservice. And one thing I wanted to say was my mom sent us both a video actually about Larry King. Mm-hmm. And that video was i don't i don't i feel like i found myself more often now that i've gotten older and i've kind of let go of the stupid stigmas of trying to stay hard and like whatever kind of shit with like being a man but i definitely get more emotional nowadays and i'm happy for it for the things that draw emotion out of me that larry king video fucked me up truly just because like his sentiments and i won't like it was a four minute video like it's floating around the internet we may mm-hmm. post it on the off space page just as like a you know shouts to larry but like that the way he ended it just talking about how he learned 
from day one, all you have to do is just be honest with your audience. That fucked me up. Like, I really brought tears to my eyes because the way we talk about the off space, y'all don't get it all, but, like, that's all we ever wanted to do. That's what I'm saying. Give slices of ourselves and be real, you know? I felt like that was what was important for it. And, A, (laughs) he knows because, you know, that's my brother. But in our house, it's weird because... The amount of hours that Larry King was really just on, like, late night, like, in our house was ungodly. And it's not like I ever was like, hey, hey, Pops, let's put on some Larry King, you know? But I was never like, hey, hey, Pops, let's change the channel. Niggas was never asking, but he was always on. And I was never mad at it, though. So I'm just tuned in. I'm watching. I'm enjoying what the man has to say and all these things. But it's just knowing that someone like that, as you go on later and learn a little bit more about them, unfortunately, when they pass, a lot of individuals, too. And more like how they chose to carry their lives and things that were important for them. Knowing that a message of being honest to the viewers and to... I feel like it transcends the viewers that when you try and carry like that to such an important part of your life to where it becomes everybody. Knowing that a message that he held that important to him of just being honest is, again, like at the core of what we want to do. Just be honest to our viewers on how we feel makes it so that I've, I feel like we've connected to a legend, you know? And sure. that is, that's inspirational because we've seen where that was able to take him. And I'm not saying anybody's the same or our direction, our path is the same in any capacity, but it it's inspiring because it lets us know at least the, in some capacity, that's where we can get to, you know, for sure, because Larry King did it and he believed in the shit that we believed in. And he was one of two people that you knew the offer household was going to have on. It was Larry King or it was fucking Oprah. It oh was my Larry God. King. Depend, on, night or day. In, in night or day. You know, it just depended on the time of the night. And it depended on the time of the day. So big off space, RIP, mm-hmm. condolences. And just our hearts are with the family, friends, and all the people touched. He lived a very long and fruitful life, though. So it was not untimely. This man was just old. We just have to be real. Mm-hmm. But I'm definitely, obviously, we would like to have more moments with these legends. But I'm just so happy for the imprint that they were able to make while they were here. Yes, and especially in an industry like ours. Because at the end of the day, once again, like Ezigo said, it shows us that honesty can take you the furthest because unfortunately we do notice in entertainment and a lot of industries don't get me wrong it always seems like the bad guy wins sometimes and it's not like we think that is the status quo or is that that's always the norm but it's definitely refreshing to know that people whose views align more with what you view as well can make it to the top as yeah. well. Yeah. And so that is dope for me. That is always dope. But moving right along, we have a couple things I wanted to talk about before we ended up getting into a good a good slew of sports stuff to be quite honest. But like one of the first things I wanted to mention was a big shout out to Stacey Abrams, Atlanta legend. Man. Nominated for a Nobel Peace Prize. I wanna go ahead and say I the Stacey shit, bro, honest to God, had me choked up because, like, you you remember you being... You saw what she went through. Man, we, we're there. Fuck what she... I'm not saying fuck what she went through, but, like, obviously, everything's for the kids. I feel like even her, like, you know what I'm saying? If you're really trying to make change, everything you do is for the kids. I remember being a kid and growing up and trying to learn and, like, learning about individuals that, like, made an imprint on society, right? Mm. For uh, the better. And just, like, seeing these individuals, seeing, like, uh, like again... Whoever they may be, whether they be Nobel Peace Prize winners, whether they be astronauts, whether they be this, whether they be that. And especially see like a black woman being one of these. It's just like it's inspirational, you know. And I know, again, it it chokes me up just sitting here talking about it to see someone like her knowing that she's making history right now. If she actually gets that, she even if she doesn't, she's making history and I'm able to witness it. Future kids are going to look up and they're going to be like talking about Stacey Abrams like, 
bro like dad did you understand like what she did and coming to me like obviously i fucking knew like i was alive but they're gonna be coming up to me because they just learned about it and i'm obviously that's gonna make me happy like to see that so i'm so happy to just be witnessing history in the form of her and like you said with the for the kids shit man Mm -hmm. it's like a lot of people have been placed in stacy's position of like losing the biggest race that's ever been a part Mm -hmm. of your life and you've seen a lot of people fold you've seen a lot of people go back to the drawing board to see how they can get it cranking on that side stacy lost the governor election and then immediately on the ass immediately was just on their ass about changing shit for voter suppression started to go around with the black lives matter movement just started to boost the community like she instantly just said fuck it this is really for the kids i'm just about to make it so that nobody else gets to the point i got to and goes through what i had to deal with and that is so so commendable and so beautiful on the side of stacy abrams so we wanted to give in a big atlanta i love you and a big off space shouts out to stacy abrams Runs. The city's putting on, man. You know what? Atlanta sports teams, I'm going to make an apology to y'all at some point. Maybe not the Falcons, though, but at least the Hawks. At least the Hawks. They <laughs> deserve funny. better. And then, um, <laughs> and then in the, some relative, in some music related news as well, Chloe from, if you didn't know, like Chloe and Haley, like the duo who are mentored by <coughs> Queen Me. Beyonce. By the way, for those of you that don't recognize their mentor is Beyonce, by the way, like, like, which is so crazy to me. The way some people be talking to these girls, like, they're not under... Beyonce. It's like you just see, you're <laughs> like, seeing what? history. You know what I'm saying? That's, they're the next up type. They're like literally being groomed to be the next up. And so, will that be them? Who knows? But like, it's, it's dope. And so, like a lot of people, and we've sat here and had different conversations of yeah. like this kind of scenario. But mm-hmm. like a lot of people who reach their 20s, because that's these are 22 year old women. You know what I'm saying? Young ladies, you start to become more proud of your sexuality and more proud of just especially like, black people. Especially, like, it's the, different you know because you don't because a lot of people don't understand what we went through and being like i'm saying like i saw their history from like living uh living in georgia but like moving to la pretty early so i'm sure in some capacity they were pushed a lot of like mainstream media that wasn't black people right so having to like do that and kind of reclaim your blackness and be like love you yourself know that and go all these bro. things it's not something that's easy to do so especially as you get into these early later years but early years in grand scheme of things you start to really start to appreciate who you are and all these avenues and all these veins and start to show it off a little bit and not for anybody but just for yourself literally and so now and one of that's one of the most beautiful things for me that's why i loved seeing her do the busted challenge and like the oh little god. like um, oh my god and like the videos Love they've me. been posting lately and blah blah because it's like seen those videos are old too so they're not even like they were just like whatever which, which is fine them, yeah. but like the whole message of the video for me is just mm-hmm. like coming together and loving yourself because like at the end of the day dog like you could tell when people are doing things out of insecurity yeah. you can do you can tell when people's hearts are just full and sometimes like when your heart's full like a lot of people and this is from my experience that i know that we do share the same experience at least down this vein it's like we grew up in over 97 percent white area you know what i'm saying like once we moved once we moved it was a little bit different for you but it was still like a large yeah the white percentage was still much larger you know what i'm saying and so like we were taught a lot of like western beauty standards we were taught a lot of just like that were inherently like, anti-black and, like that were inherently anti-black and it's not saying that people were just like this there were outwardly racist people please don't get that twisted but we're not saying that people were trying to shove shit at us and attack us and blah blah each day bro it's just like you guys see the media you see like how um 
the lack of representation lack of representation even though that was more at the time and now you see the way people are celebrated you were so used to bruh from k through 12 i was so used to like the little country white boys and like school being like yeah the only attractive black women on the planet are rihanna and beyonce like you're always so used to hearing shit like this and seeing stuff like that and that was just a norm that was just regular to the point that you start to feel like hey maybe black is less attractive maybe black is this maybe black is that and then you get to a certain point where that switch turns off and you're just like who the fuck says that like, Bro, i knew that i'm that? not gonna lie like, i knew on? that was cap when i was sitting on i'm not trying to air anybody out but i remember sitting on the bus and they were talking about there uh some girl was being asked the question would you rather date me or a friend of ours i'm not gonna say that said friend's name but they were saying, me or a friend of ours and so i'm i'm not me but the kidding question was just a, a white kid and so, what's I'm, the initial? I'm, Just I'm, give me I'm not, I can't say that because if they listen, they're going to know. But you know who it was. If you're being honest with yourself, you know who I'm talking about. And so, <laughs> I'm sitting here and I'm like, come on now, you see that guy, you see that nigga. Like, it's clearly me. For clearly sure. but she's sitting there, she's making like a tough decision. So, I'm, I'm just getting confused. And then she ends up saying, him. And I'm like, that's when I knew that no matter what, it had to be a lie. It had to be other things I play here. Because me versus that, I knew I was beautiful. Don't play me. Don't play I mean, me. that's not the way that you were ever going yeah. to be pegged, to be completely honest. I mean, when we had all these beauty standards and the things taught to us, we had to realize at some point you have to kind of unlock your blackness, like unlock the fact that black is attractive, like black is okay, like all of the people talking to you in school, like making you feel inferior for this and not knowing they were making you feel that way is okay, right? And you Mm -hmm. had to just kind of like reteach yourself. So seeing Chloe being attacked by these people online for these little things that were just microtransgressions, in comparison to like what other celebrities are doing, what other young people are doing, and then seeing her reaction to them, that broke my heart a little bit, but obviously she's gonna be okay. It seems like she's fine. Like she definitely got emotional and she was definitely like getting some shit off about it. Yeah, you're a human being, but at the end of the day, when you know your trajectory and then you realize like people are just being haters, Fuck them. Like, there's always going to be a few of them. No offense. Just, just is, fuck them and keep living. That's really all life is, is fuck them when it comes to people hating. But um, another random, not random, but another thing that happened this week that I thought was important. We wanted to just say that rapper Silento is being charged or he got caught for apparently murdering his cousin. Bro, wasn't the man like 14 last week? That man was super young with the, like the whip name yeah. song and all that. Obviously, prayers out to everybody in that situation. I don't even feel like discussing that one too deeply just because that shit is OD. That sounds to be crazy. I would have never seen that coming. So that one, yeah. definitely, that's a little perturbing to say the least. And then the last situation before, at least, that's all I had other than sports. The last thing was <laughs> Bezos saying that he's stepping down as the CEO of Amazon in court, in the third quarter of this year. And that he was going to move more to just like the executive chair. Mm-hmm. And so well, I think it was just like the head of the board or whatever. Uh, I'm not sure exactly but what, what his position whatever is that from, he's moving from to. My, I know he's stepping down. From my understanding, it's basically him going from controlling day to day operations, yeah. which you're going to be doing as the CEO, to what's up, niggas? I'm richer than all of yeah. you. If y'all need me to make a big decision, I'm here. By the way, I'm about to be on an island somewhere and enjoying I'm about to say, myself. like, at, at this point, so he's just, like... I think that's like, what he's about to be doing. He's the trust, you know what I'm saying? Like, right, right now, he's controlling the... I'm making money decisions, you know? For, for the sure. grand scheme of things. The rest of this, I'm going to let y'all handle. I set up the blueprint. And sure, I hope he's a good person. 
I don't know if he is, whatever. I don't know Jeff Bezos, but I know that's a giant move. And it's changing. It's going to change the power dynamic in a lot of in, in a few industries because Amazon has their hands in a lot of shit. So I don't know what's going to happen, especially with like how much, I guess, power the CEO actually will have, like as opposed to like, I guess, the board making decisions. Mm-hmm. But I'm excited to see because we've seen when Amazon's just been running on people. You know what I'm saying? Like no competition. For sure. For sure. What if they just shit the bed, though? What if they shit the bed, then they try and get a new one, and they shit the bed, and then they just bring back Bezos? All right. One, that's cool and all, because fuck Bezos. But <laughs> I randomly thought of something that just actually stemmed off this conversation. That's something that I thought was important to you, maybe. Well, that I thought you would think is interesting, but I didn't mention to you before the pod, so hopefully it's not like... It's it's not anything normal chuga crazy. Okay. But Elon Musk was on Clubhouse. Oh, yeah, I saw... There was three rooms. Mm. By the way, the maximum number of people that can be in a clubhouse room is five thousand. There was three. Pe- there was three rooms with five thousand people that were all just like pouring Overflow out, like rooms. overflows of fucking Elon Musk being on Clubhouse. By the way, craziness. But one thing, somebody asked Elon Musk a question about Bitcoin and about Dogecoin, and the first comment he made is, um, <clears throat> "I'm going to be careful about what I say here because I can move the market." Bro, that's imagine knowing that's, that you have that much fucking power. <laughs> imagine just being honest with yourself and being real about the fact that he knows. you have power like that. Of course he knows because he plays with niggas. He, he sees it. it. He out. sees when he tweets and how it moves certain things. Bro, he put it in his bio. Like I know he'd be doing certain shit as like a pump fake, like a mm-hmm. fucking let me let me see if some shit happens today. Let me see what happens. Like truly, Elon Musk tweeted how he thought Tesla was overpriced at some point. Just his own passing thought. I don't know why he did it. There had to be some games there. Cause, I'm telling you. Because he's aware of how, how he can move shit. And it instantly dropped to like $100 or something that day. From like It went from like about $800 to $700. Mm. I was like, okay, buying it. It's on a dip. That's easy. I know this is going to go back. I don't know, man. It's just dope to, to see some shit like that. Because again, I'm not saying I know Elon's a good person or not. I am <laughs> saying the fact that the fact that a person can do that. If it's a good person, that's a lot of power that can go into a good person's hand. For sure. But other than that, like all I had was really um, sports news. Mm -hmm. For sports, really, the main things that I had to touch on was... Super Bowl prediction. Who's winning? Super Bowl prediction. um, I'm saying that the new GOAT, Mahomes, is going to beat the old GOAT, Pat... um, No, the old GOAT, Brady. Mm -hmm. And it's going to be a passing of the guard. So I'm calling Mahomes. And I'm going to say... I want to say the Chiefs are dropping over forty. The um, Pat, oh, I said Pat's. Why the Bucks are dropping over thirty? So I think it's going to be within ten. I think it's going to be within ten. It's going to be Ooh. like a. I say 40, 41, 35. 41, I'm going to say this because I, I can't give you that in depth of a prediction. Because to be fair, that this has been an NFL season I've slacked on. Um, I don't know. How, I'm not too confident in how I think either one of their defenses will perform. All I know is at the end of the day, both their offenses are fucking nuts. It's so a shootout. It's going to be a high-scoring game, and I'm excited for it, man. This is probably the first Super Bowl in a minute that I've been like excited for. So For surely. At least we'll see that. And then last thing is basketball news, man. Um, Let's talk about this, man. Chris Paul with the 30-some point game. Chris no Paul one talks about something. how well he's playing. Apparently switch diets on the plant-based diet. <laughs> no one's talking about how well he's been playing into his later years. I know the focus has he's been just, on LeBron. He's the smartest he's player He's doing the same NBA. shit. 
Chris Paul is the smartest the player in the NBA. And I think he shows it every single night. Because mm-hmm. he manipulates the game. He controls the game exactly how he wants to control it every single night. Like, mm-hmm. in his older age, he just does a little bit less. But while doing less, he does more. But that's just... He does more. That's just it, though. He I'm does- still seeing him do athletic things that, like... Keep in mind, like, a Dwayne Wade. We saw the Dwayne Wade shit. Obviously, I'm not trying to see, like, Chris Paul go up and, like, yam on somebody. That's not realistic. But we're seeing, like, the moves, the quickness, the craftiness, and, like, his body having to move certain ways that... I would not have seen other players at that age. And I'm pretty sure him being as good a friend as he is with Braun, they got the same person holding up their bodies. I'm convinced. <laughs> For sure. But it's funny, actually, speaking on that, I saw a video with Gilbert Arenas and D-Wade. They were talking about how Braun spends a lot of money, like, paying like to like keep up his body every mm-hmm. year. And Wade was like, yeah, that is true, but he also needs to thank the man above because he was clearly blessed. But because, <laughs> like, he says, I know a lot of people who spend a lot of money to work on their bodies, and none of them look like LeBron. <laughs> so he said, we got to be real with one thing. But, like, shouts out to Chris Paul. Um... I think that LaMelo is looking like a superstar. Anytime he plays over 30 minutes, he looks like, one, the Hornets have been winning, and two, like it looks like, hey, guess what? You let a field general play the fucking game and run the field, and guess what's happening? Everybody's playing better. Everybody's doing better. Y'all need to, niggas need to stop leaning on Scary Terry and pass LaMelo right, the ball like I'm he's not, supposed to get. Like, the, the Terry Rozier shit and like, the Devontae no Graham. No offense to that nigga. And the Devontae again. Graham. Like, those niggas getting as many minutes as they're getting over him at certain times. I, I got qualms with that. But I did hear commentary that did pose a certain thought into my head. What if they're just trying not to Lonzo it in the sense that they are taking it slow, having him come off the bench, having him develop that confidence, having him not have the pressure on him to be the game-winning reason, having the Gordon Hayward with the max contract take the brunt of like that game pressure type of situation, letting LaMelo ease into it? Because they, you're seeing they are letting him start now. They are giving him the minutes. They are giving him the, re- the reins to just go crazy. You know? I want to see how long that lasts. Yeah, I, want, I hope that they are really transitioning. Because if so, I'll agree with it. Even though, like, I get the fear just because Lonzo's looking, uh, like, looking nice. To be honest, the last couple games mm-hmm. he's looked nice. Obviously, we've seen this facade. We've seen it go up and down. Obviously, I don't know this person's confident levels. I don't know like the yeah. mental with all of it. So I'm not trying to shit on Lonzo. I'm not using this to shit on him. But like, they are two very clearly different players. Like, especially and the Lakers and LeBron and the Lakers. The you know what I'm saying? The, the, the Lakers the and the Pelicans. No, the Hornets. You know, like that's two different markets to come into. And even on the Hornets tip like we have to look at it and we have to call a spade a spade like yes like Lonzo was a field general at UCLA field general at Chino Hills I get that and he's still a field general when he gets a chance but it's the NBA now you know that's different like you you see it like the games that they play even if you're playing in the wrong position like LaMelo has never once looked timid on the basketball court. Not once. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying? Like, at the end of the day, you could realize, like, when someone needs confidence and when someone doesn't. And Lombello is somebody that I don't think needs a confidence boost. I think he needs mm-hmm. just minutes to get the work in. But obviously, I understand the fear, especially with what they've seen prior, to just, like, ease into the system and, like, make them earn their minutes, earn their time. So I get that. I, I will say, I saw him nervous, like, the first few games, for sure. But I wouldn't say it was more past, like, the sense of, I'm just in the NBA. Because now he just I, he just seems cool, calm, and collected again. Like, he's on just his regular LaMelo shit, which is super fine to see, man. I'm just happy to see that. Happy to see Devin Booker back in from injuries. and you I see the damn him. game winner? The damn game winner. I saw... The, <laughs> Let me not disrespect Dame now that I talk about something. Yeah, I was about to say, I was about to say, bro, no, Dame game winner, shouts out Dame time. We've seen it a hundred times. We don't need to spend time on this, bro. Russell Westbrook had 41. Bro, I need And he made the game winning three. I I need that from him because I'm in one of those people you need to show me it right now. (laughs) This season, you got to show me something. (laughs) 
if y'all don't make playoffs and you have and he said he told KD he's his best teammate that's a lie that's cap no but you gotta feel like that like he needs to you gotta feel like that bro I love that I love Russell I like that because he does have to really believe that he knows his faults deep down he does but I'm happy he believes that oh my god if a team with just those two names doesn't make the playoffs even though I'm not gonna say in the east because the east is competitive now if they don't make the playoffs, I'm gonna be disappointed in them. For sure, for sure. So I need to see they, something. They have a lot That's of work it. to do. They have a lot of mm-hmm. um, games ahead of them. So hopefully they take a lot of games. They gotta win. A lot of games they gotta win. They gotta mm-hmm. win a big chunk of these. But anyways, <laughs> wow. But anyways, moving right along. You see, they said that Zion apparently has the best efficiency in NBA history through 40 games. Not surprised. Even though it's not 40 games yet, but like adjustment and, and he's like also scored the most. I think. Um, it's. No, I don't think it was. Oh, I think it was him, then Blake Griffin, and then like LeBron. Out of efficiency? No, just of scoring with through like the first however so many games. I think it was in year two or just it, period. I think it was in four. It was. I know there was definitely better scoring performances by certain players. And it was it within a certain amount of time. Oh, okay, okay. From your start, oh, okay. and that's what it was. Because okay. the Blake Griffin had the ridiculous start, so it makes sense. <laughs> he tapered off for sure, but that man came out the gates. Did you see. Trey was the um, quickest player to 400 threes. Beautiful, man. Love to see it. Love to see it. <laughs> and did you, But other than that, I don't really have shit else this week. I'm just excited to see a little bit more NBA. I'm excited to see the Super Bowl. Next episode, we should definitely record after the Super Bowl yeah. so that we can get a good breakdown for people, a good run-in, and just you know let things go on for the week. Yeah, we got a little bit... Uh, we don't... There's some stuff coming up, but I feel like when the time comes, we'll talk more like the All-Star Weekend and things like that, which I'm super excited for. But we have anybody who's made it this far, we're probably going to change the direction of what content we put out on the main pod. And we're going to start trying to divvy things up a little bit and kind of reformat how we carry the Off Space podcast. So I'm not going to say too much on that, but we have been listening. We've been paying attention. And we've been soul searching. I don't know if soul searching, but we've been analyzing our own work. Well, we're soul searching every day, baby. But yeah, we're definitely going to make some changes. We've definitely heard you guys, especially those that I appreciate enough to go out of the way to contact and, you know, to make it be known that you do love the pod. It's just like certain qualms that you may have with long form, which not everybody enjoys long form. But I won't break down the details of what we are planning to do in the future, at least to try out. We'll announce it probably on the Instagram or something else. But for right now, my name is Chuka. My name is Ezigo. And this is the Off Space. Yes, sir. Let's get it.